Hi everyone, welcome back. My name's Ruby, this is my best friend in the whole universe, Hi. Paris, and this is Let's Talk the, the podcast. podcast. So it's two best friends talking to you guys, um, and consider us your new internet best friends. Pour yourself a coffee, glass of wine, get the washing up done, whatever it is that you're up to for the next 40 something minutes of your life, and yeah, let's get to it. Um, what are we, what's the plan today, Paris? You're I'm the organised one. So, so what we... we took to Instagram and we basically gave everyone two options because that's enough. Um, dating yes. or roommate stories. I personally voted for roommate stories. But <laughs> did you? Because I personally I fucking voted for saw you did that. I was like, I'm not going to vote because <laughs> that's, that's cheating. But then I saw Ruby May Bromley has voted for dating. So I was like, do you know what? Fuck it. Considering we're playing. Yeah, dirty. but anyway, basically Ruby won. And <laughs> we're going to be talking dating, love lives, and everything in between. Exciting. Their lack of... <laughs> yeah. Well, buckle in, because we're in for a... A, a bit of a treat. I think this is like yeah. one of those things that people just love getting the gossip out of. Like, this is a they subject do. that everyone's they like... Do. It's always it's juicy, always isn't juicy. it? It doesn't matter who you are. Everyone's got an absolute... <laughs> everyone's got the one that got oh, away. Like a heartbreak savage. Like, yeah, yeah, heartbreak or breakup or... But yeah. Yeah, so we can kind of... I suppose we can kind of get into mm. that, right? You've got some questions lined up that you... Um, uh, that, that I think are going to yeah. withdraw the most juiciest Absolutely. of stories. I'm ready for it. And I read them. <laughs> And I felt a little, I felt a little bit attacked. <laughs> I can't lie. <laughs> I read them and was like, "Oh my god!" At least four stories spring to mind. I don't know which yeah, one. Yeah, and also one. just obviously like for everyone's sake, any names that are mentioned are fake. I don't oh, feel yeah, like airing are... anyone out or getting any beef no. from this podcast. There are some there are some ghosts and skeletons in my closet that I don't wish to no. open up and go. Hey, I mentioned you by name yeah, in my podcast. Shall we start up a conversation? If anyone listening to this thinks that story sounds really familiar, I apologise. But also, I don't. If the boot fits, <laughs> then you know, pop that on. Have a little walk around the store. Yeah. Check it out in the mirror, and if it looks nice, then feel free yeah, to wear I'm, it. You know, yeah. not not trying to like grief anyone. No, no, not at all. But at the same, at the same time, time, fuck you, you okay? Tax, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm ready. I'm just, I'm low key sweating. It is like the first episode, but like it worse. is. Yeah, it's like the first. <laughs> the first episode was intro introductory, and I did think we would touch a little bit on like how we thought it went. Just okay. before, yeah, let's do that first before we get into the nitty gritty <laughs> then. <laughs> Um, because afterwards we like did this cute little scream and looked at each other. We were really happy with it at we first, were. weren't we? And then, and then the anxiety. And then set I was in. like, "Oh my god, I hate Shit. the sound of my own voice and my laugh." And for someone that laughs every five seconds of my life, yes. alone or with friends, because you're a happy person. But it's not, you know, it's not a sexy laugh. <laughs> oh come on. I think I think you'll be surprised. I think next thing you know, you know, if this actually ends up having more than three listeners, <laughs> there's going to be someone that does a Paris laugh compilation, and it'll be on oh, YouTube, brilliant. and it'll be like, and it'll be like, um, you know, those try not to laugh challenges. Except it's just me. Because it's, an inf- <laughs> because it's an infectious laugh, and it's beautiful. You. So you know, and if anyone has anything else to say, then, <laughs> then just know that I agree with you. Okay, <laughs> don't mess me up. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, I thought it went really well. I thought, you, I think you can definitely tell that we're a little bit like, in like the first few minutes. Yeah, we, we were, were so super nervous. nervous. <laughs> oh, it was quite sweet. And our sound, our lovely sound lady, Sati, was, we, we kept asking her questions like, do we laugh too much? Do we talk over each other too much? Like we were so, you know, we were really anxious that everyone was going to enjoy it, but she's done an amazing it's, job. So, I it's think, so and... like, I listened to the whole thing again. Yeah. Did you? I know it's quite egotistical, but it was just so fun to listen to. And like, oh, the little no, music I... and stuff. It's just lovely. She, 
she's done an amazing job Absolutely. and I'm quite looking forward to um, doing different kinds of episodes and seeing where each one goes so yeah last one the last one was very kind of chatty and breezy and relaxed well we weren't relaxed <laughs> on the inside but <laughs> we were dying on the inside um, but yeah I'm looking forward to getting into some ones that are a little bit more specific yeah. and um, yeah exactly okay right so First off, I feel like we should just sort of clarify. <laughs> I feel like we should clarify that we are actually in long-term relationships now. Yeah, both of us are, which for me is quite it impressive. Is impressive. Um, you definitely yeah. have more dating you t- you escapades, that word? adventures than I yeah. do. But I am so okay with that. <laughs> I think dating is one of I the most think... things you can do as a human being. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty, if anything, I'd rather be in your position because you have an amazing love story. Like, sorry. Yeah, I think you've got a beautiful love story with you and the amazing man is Duncan. Mm. Um, And yeah, I didn't think, I never thought I'd see the day where I'd be sat here saying, yep, I have a long-term boyfriend called Gary. (laughs) I did not think... That I would ever be in that position, and yet here we are. My dad's name's Gary. <laughs> I think about I it every time that perished. I speak to your boyfriend. <laughs> That's why you called him Daddy. I did find it a bit weird. <laughs> You'll notice that I try not to use the like the name Gary. I try and call him Gaza, Gazarini, anything Gaza. that like doesn't make the connection. Oh. Personally, yeah. I get, I get it. <laughs> I get that. G man, never heard you call him that. You need to start doing that for reals, for reals. Um, yeah. So, are we gonna? Are you gonna kind of touch on how you and Duncan? Yeah, met? I think so. Although, to be fair, yeah, I know you say it's like it's really romantic and everything. I personally don't think it is because we literally met in the boozer, and then <laughs> that's we, <probably laughs> then we spent the rest the rest of our lives together in the same well not in the same boozer but in other pubs and um, that's just yeah we met we literally met from my friend meg which is quite like she'll never let me forget it because she's like she's like a, a little meg. cupid <laughs> matchmaker she's like do you remember that time do you remember that time where i got you two together you're welcome yeah. by the although, way <laughs> i would say i actually like i fucking hated him when i first met him I hated him. I I remember I was at Meg's house once with her, where her mum lives. And she was like, oh, I'm going to go up the road. I'm going to go to the pub with some mates. And Dino's going to be there because his nickname was Dino, which swiftly was removed from our lives. But, um, and I was like, I literally said, I was like, I'm not going. I fucking hate him. He's so annoying. Little did I know, I think he was flirting. (laughs) But if if any of you listening know Duncan at all remotely, the idea of him flirting, awful. I feel a little bit on edge. Like my bum hole's like a little bit like like it tightened a little bit in like Actually, not a good you know way. What? I can and... pinpoint the exact moment that he um that he sort of start like actually started flirting with me and tried it on. So <laughs> this ties into another story that we'll have to touch on another episode because it's so long. But I okay. was, I had a very short term boyfriend called, mm-hmm. oh my God, fake oh my name, God, um, <laughs> Timothy. Timothy. Um, yeah. Lovely boy. Didn't work out. Uh, is he? Oh, he's all right. Is he? Four out of 10. <laughs> Fine. Oh my God. Can we rate four them out, all numerically? Four out of 10 on the, um, on the dating scale. But um, okay. he, we, we had broken up, um, this like Wednesday and I had basically gone home got really drunk with you the ankle thing happened again a very long story (laughs) which we'll have to cover another time because that falls under the under the roommate tales but basically um, I popped my ankle I like tore a ligament or I stretched a ligament or something Ruby made it better or worse I don't know she inflicted some damage and then the next day I was off work because I couldn't stand um and I was feeling really sorry for myself so I think Meg took me to the pub of course, of course. <laughs> it, I mean that's a, that's an Meg's answer go-to to anything. for any situation broken your ankle and it works every time oh. 
Um, Heartbreak. So yeah, I'd been broken up with, and I'd popped my ankle from getting too drunk. Life was in twenty four hours. Um, I walked into the Senlac pub, which, you know, great place, and I could only wear these big dungarees because. Uh, I couldn't get my ankle into any jeans because it had swollen up so much. It had swollen up about four it, times. It the literally size. trebled like, it in size. I, I remember it. You did look like it was actually man, horrific. But like, just really. And I think I had a crutch. <laughs> like, I think I had crutches with me. Yeah, you did. And I walked. You did. I hobbled into the Senlac pub, and Duncan, <laughs> Duncan, like maybe like four beers in, comes like strolling over to me and he goes, "Oh." you have to wear some hideous dungarees don't you because you're like stupid ankle how'd you do that too much rough sex with timothy and i had to look him in the eye and go no he broke up with me yesterday and he felt horrific and then basically plastered me with drinks for the whole night as an apology I don't remember the rest oh of that God. evening. So yours and Duncan's love story starts off by him actually being a bit of a yeah. dick to you. He insulted my outfit. But like, why <laughs> he insulted my outfit, my ankle, and then rubbed my nose in the shit show that was in my your breakup. breakup. Yeah. You had a gaping, mm. gory wound, and he just like rubbed the Himalayan <laughs> sea salt in there, didn't he? And he was, and then he was like, "But do you fancy me?" <laughs> Sorry but, like, about the whole like insulting thing. Nothing happened. Thing. He just he bought me loads of drinks, and then I think I went back home to you. Um, and yeah, that was just like did, the start yes. of him sort of flirting. With it me. was, but then I I feel like he really learned from that experience. He did, he did feel and bad. flipped the, flipped the <laughs> script, and then he really like he went from like t- gear two to fucking gear six. God, on yeah, wooing Paris Tate. Yeah, he took he? me on holiday, like four weeks later <laughs> to Devon Amazing. with his family with his entire family <laughs> four weeks in it was lovely I thought oh my god and didn't you guys move in after about three and a half hours of meeting each other like after he insulted your dungarees he was like anyway do you want to move god, in this, yeah it's such a lot, but yeah basically well as well as living with you shit hit yeah. the fan <laughs> in your love life um so you left the flat and i did not want left left... you there with said you left me there with (laughs) (laughs) little troll and sorry that's actually really nasty (laughs) they're not a troll really um but yeah basically ruby had moved out i was living with said ex of ruby's Obviously, obviously did not want to do that. Would have much rather that the ex had moved out and we had just stayed in our lovely little... I just remember being like, keep the house. (laughs) And then just packing my bags and leaving and just never going back. Um, So (laughs) I needed somewhere to live and I went up the road to my friend Jemima's house and moved into her bathroom for two weeks. Decided that I couldn't do that. And Duncan... Kingside Kingside bath. bath. Duncan was like, oh, just come and stay at mine for a few weeks. Um, so it's been five years <laughs> and we still live together. <laughs> so just for some perspective and to be really, really clear with what you just said, you had literally just got yep. together. Things went quite yep. quickly. Four weeks in, he takes you to Devon with his family. Uh, yeah. And shortly, what, before, did you move in with I him think before, before or after before that? Devon. So before you went on a full-blown family holiday with him, four weeks yep. in. I moved in. I moved, you moved in into his house with him. Uh, two weeks, and you didn't move out. You never looked back, never looked right? Back. Um, yeah, two, I think two or three weeks into us dating each other, I moved in. But that sounds mental when you say it like that. <laughs> it was it was only meant to be temporary, and you know it was summer as well. It was just like I'd, I ended up quitting yeah. my job, and I had basically money saved up, no commitments. Mm-hmm. So we just mm-hmm. went along with it, and it was great. Fuck it, let's just move yeah. in together. I know it's crazy. Yeah. But I had the, I had the you, nicest I mean, holiday advising. with this family. <laughs> and, like, I remember you moved in and there was no, like, oh, we, you know, Duncan and I have fallen out over this. Duncan no. and I, and Duncan does this. Duncan leaves the toilet seat up. Blah, 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 blah. Like, there was none of that at all. You instantly, it was like, it was like you'd been together mm-hmm. forever. It was, it, I remember it was just such a surreal and I used to go around gloating, like, using your story as my story, being like, guess what? My best friend moved in with a boy after knowing him for two weeks, and they've totally been together for, like, three yeah. years now. And that was however many yeah. years ago. How long have you been, how long have you been be, together? It'll be five years in a few months. 
And honestly, when I tell you that those two mm. were made for each other, I mean, Paris, you did, you know, hate to be cheesy, but you did kiss some fucking oh. frogs, but <laughs> here you are. Oh, they weren't with... so bad. We'll get into that, though. Uh-huh. But yeah, and that's how uh-huh. I, um, you know. And that's how you ended up in a five-year relationship after knowing someone for two weeks and moving in with them and then going on a holiday yeah. with a family. So you can never say to someone, I think you're moving a bit oh, too quickly. Oh, there's no such thing as too quickly, apparently. You stay silent. Oh, yeah, I don't you say You stay silent on that. Like, well... <laughs> it could work out. When I have you friends that are like, oh, so I've been dating this guy, you know, he's he's the love of my life. I've known him for 48 hours and I think I'm going to tell him that I love him. And I'm like, well, you shouldn't really do that. And then I'm like... You are in no position. Yeah, it worked out for you. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out yeah. for you, though. I mm. love that. Honestly, the I just think it's crazy. And I love it. I love that story. It honestly warms my heart and the love that you two have for each mm. other. I mean, if I was single listening to this right now, I'd be like, scrawling, like screwing my hands into a ball and I'd just be like punching the floor repeatedly. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear about people he, being happy. Tell me about the He is juice. great. Although but... last night, I am hormonal. Um, last night he suggested that I have plain tuna on plain pasta for dinner because we had no cucumber in. And I burst into tears. <laughs> so... I thought you were joking oh, when no. you said that. You text me saying I'm crying. No, I, I, yeah, I burst into tears at the idea of having to eat tuna. Over tuna, tuna pasta, because but it's not actually tuna pasta because tuna pasta involves mayo. Exactly. So the fact that you suggested some exactly. like peasant version of tuna God, pasta. God, I don't even want to talk about it. It'll upset me. Back yeah, up, lady. Just <laughs> back up. I'm just going to draw the line there. But he is wonderful. Yeah. Despite oh. the tuna. <laughs> That's a soundbite. If everyone heard one, he is wonderful despite the tuna. Brilliant. Um, well, similarly, I never thought that I'd be in the position where I related to someone being in like a long-term relationship and being happy because as anyone who knows me knows, I am a self-confessed serial dater. Like I have, you know, I believe in embracing one's sexuality and doing as one pleases and I have really enjoyed dating and meeting numerous people from all different walks of life um doesn't matter how tall or short they are how fat or thin they are whether they're a girl or a boy (laughs) or anything on that spectrum um I have yeah I'm very much a self-confessed serial data until uh I fell in love with the head chef at the restaurant that I managed um (laughs) So, whilst having a boyfriend, oh. um, which we're I'm just gonna drop that one in there, gonna be completely real and honest. Um, until that moment, I didn't really think that I would ever be in a position where I would relate to someone in a long term relationship and be like, Yeah, I can see myself doing that, you know, because I just was just a bit of commitment phobe and scared of getting hurt and you know, damage had been done, etc. But honestly. I'm, I don't, I don't think I've ever been this happy and I'm so glad that I, um, I'm so glad that I met him and he treats me with so much respect and love and yeah. Again, single people, I'm sorry. This is probably, you know, this is like one of those moments where, but if anything, you know, I've been in the position for a long time of just dating back to back and being like, that didn't work out and thinking that it was me and a me problem and then, you know. Um, found happiness that I never thought I'd ever find. So. Exactly. And yeah. he is great. I like he him. Is... I feel great. like he puts you in your yes. place quite a lot, which I feel like you do need. A lot. <laughs> a lot. And that was a struggle at first. Like, I really had to let that let that go because I've always been the dominate, like the more dominating one in my relationships, mm-hmm. haven't I? Well, I feel like I have yeah. been. Um. And yeah, Gary is, you know, he's very accepting and lets me be whoever I want to be. But at the same time, he does not take my Mm-mm. shit in any, in any way, shape or form. Absolutely not. Like he reigns that, he reigns that in. And I really love that. Sorry for the drinking noises. I like that. that... <laughs> if anyone heard that and like, that's like their weird thing. I'm really sorry. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> that was really nice. I think that's a really good... That's a really nice c- closer on the fact that we're both in really happy, 
one very it's probably not what people wanted to hear they probably wanted to hear us be like no. oh my god in which case let's, let's get <laughs> let's get into that mm-hmm. bit then let's get into the bit where they do i did think give the so, people what they want um in my typical like stupid uncool fashion i have made a schedule for this podcast <laughs> i've made a timetable um so just like a rough one i thought we should start with dating nightmares Brilliant. from like personal yeah. experience only okay. because that is the nitty-gritty that is the goss and i know you have so many good stories so, oh. i so i also suffer <laughs> i say suffer that's very very dramatic but i do suffer with secondhand embarrassment embarrassment i do hate you? it if there is a tv like peep show i cannot watch yeah. that or anything like um, The Office. Oh, that's I, It makes me feel I sick. I didn't uh, And also, like, anything with Ricky Gervais in it makes me feel sick. I just can't, I won't watch it. I mean, that's pretty standard. He is quite a poorly put together. <laughs> being hilarious. Ricky Gervais, if you're listening to this, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely, Ricky. But, you know, I get um, it. But yeah, Sickening. like, secondhand embarrassment is my worst thing. I feel like I can get through it because I know that it's Are you going to be okay? Yet. I Are you just, sure? Because you know what story I'm going to put into the... I'm so gonna put just into even the... you saying that made my stomach tighten. <laughs> I just <Yeah>. like... <clears throat> I know. And do you know what's so funny is that this is another example of where we are at opposite ends of every single spectrum is because I have no boundaries, <laughs> no embarrassment. I don't have second-hand, fourth-hand, first-hand. There's not even a finger's worth of embarrassment I get, in I get my so universe. And I like... I have no Especially shame. if it comes to talking about like sex and stuff, it just I love hearing oh it. I love like hearing other people's stories about it. But if I'm talking, my mouth like fills up with like sawdust. Horrific. I'm so excited. But, yeah. Well, dating here we go, nightmares. <laughs> Settle in. I think you should go first. Grab yourself a cushion to cuddle. <laughs> Okay, cool. I'm I'm happy with that. So, um, I mean, obviously there is a plethora of dates that I that instantly sprung to mind. I've had some, I've had some real, some real doozies. I can't believe I just said doozies. <laughs> I've had some really really bad dates. Um, but the one the worst one that springs to mind is my date with the doctor. <laughs> So, um, okay, he probably will be, he's a weird guy. (laughs) So the doctor, which, you know, is quite convenient because that's what we actually called him when, when I was kind of semi dating him, right? We did call him the doctor. doctor. Um, I said, you know, obviously we're not using names in this podcast. We don't need to. Um, We don't, we don't even need to. It's the, it's the doctor. So the doctor and I, uh, met on a sugar daddy website and I don't want to go into too much detail because I think we want to do an episode on sugar mm-hmm. daddies and what it's like to have one and what it's actually all about um but so I'm just going to talk about the date that we had specific more you know specifically mm-hmm. right so the doctor and I um most sugar daddy arrangements start off with my, like mostly financial talk um and just general chit chat chit chat but the doctor and I ended up getting on really well on a personal level so when he asked me out on our first date um I was actually low-key quite excited quite, because we genuinely yeah, got on as people it was people. quite a long it was time very intense. It, from like you starting yeah. to speak like it wasn't like immediate it was quite a few weeks oh god it, no you talking yeah because I was actually quite nervous and you know at the end of the day he was in his late 50s um and I was 20 well it would have only been probably like 23 24 at the time so it's not that long ago really um and yeah we'd been speaking for a little while lots of phone calls and before someone comes for me we did FaceTime okay FaceTime's (laughs) happened but in hindsight it was quite dark <laughs> in those FaceTimes, okay? So I'm just going to put that disclaimer in now before everyone thinks that I was born in the fucking 20s and have no idea how to he catch out a catfish, a love letter, right? And I responded <laughs> to the love letter. That's what it felt like. We'd have hours remember, and hours worth of yeah. phone calls. Oh my God, it was, you know, it was crazy. And he was offering to, anyway, we won't go into, so the date 
We picked Neutral Ground. He was based in London because he is one of the top 10 surgeons in Europe or something ridiculous. Um, so he was um, an emergency surgeon based in London. Um, and so we chose Tunbridge Wells for our first date location which is ironic because I now live here um and I remember we were texting back and forth on the train whilst I was on the train up um and he got there first so I was having to get off of the train so uncomfortable and meet anyway, him it's like yeah. yeah the anticipation Paris was just <laughs> I was so and I did all the right things didn't I I told you that I was mm-hmm. going I told a couple of my friends where I'd be and the location so I kept myself pretty yeah. safe um, and I remember the doors slid open and I stepped onto the platform and there is quite a significant amount of stairs up to the top. Um, so I walk, I'm walking up the stairs to go and meet this 50 <clears throat> something year old man for our first date. And I walk around the corner of the entrance to the train station and I know that it's him because it looks vaguely like the pictures that oh I've God. seen, but... And I know he's in his late 50s, right? But I, I, he he looked like he was disintegrating. He looked really, really, really old. And it really struck me all of a sudden. I think it, that's when it just all hit me that I was dating someone who was old enough to be my granddad, you know? And it really hit me. And we were walking along the street together. Um, and he was visibly sweating, super, super nervous jittery wasn't the same guy that I've been speaking to on the phone whatsoever he lacked confidence he wasn't he wasn't the same man I think you know it probably dawned on him as well oh my god I'm dating a 20 something year old and I'm my fucking granddaughter granddaughter exactly and we walked into this cute little cafe which in hindsight probably wasn't the best venue to choose because it was quite small and there was lots of like yummy mummies of well-to-do Tunbridge Wells in there and they must have thought that I was well, I was his carer taking him out for the day or I was just his grand because I felt like everyone in the room was looking at us and he was like slightly hunched over and he was just sweating and it was so uncomfortable so so uncomfortable I didn't know what to talk to him about I didn't know what to say it was just the most long drawn out horrific date ever and then he tried to pay me for it he went into the bank and tried to withdraw uh, money to pay me for the date I remember you saying he said that he and you were to, like I really don't want to do that like please don't yeah, do that I just want to, I just please you know I feel so uncomfortable with that please just let me go yeah. home um, and he queued up for the bank and everything queued up for about 20 minutes to go into the bank to get me to get me um, money out to pay me and I refused I just went I just got on the train and went home fled fled the scenes I yeah, would feel quite bad for him if I didn't know how he'd reacted later on. <laughs> yeah, I would like genuinely be really like, that's really him, uncomfortable. And do you know what? I actually feel bad for the guy because he was obviously just a bit lonely or like, <clears throat> you know, I don't know. I don't know what he was feeling. But Yeah. It didn't go down very well after that, did it? When I turned around to him and said, look, you know, I just feel like you were a different person on the date and I don't really see this going forward and was really brutally honest with yeah. him. He didn't take it. No, well, he harassed he? you, didn't he? Like it was yeah, borderline it was, harassment or it was full on harassment. Like, yeah, it was non-stop. pretty, it was pretty intense. Uh, people say a woman scorn, but a sugar daddy scorn is not someone that you want to fuck no. with. Trust me. <laughs> so Yeah. So that was nice and light. I do not have any like heavy stories like that, thank God, (laughs) because I don't think I could deal. Which is quite nice. I feel like, yeah, I just feel like secondhand and then firsthand embarrassment for you. That's top. That's that's topping you out for this episode, right? (laughs) So go on, it's your turn, please, because I'm just. Mine are so short compared to like not like in a bad way, but I'm just like mine are like mine's rabbit food compared to that. Okay, that was like a steak dinner. This is going to oh, be a dog come pen. On. <laughs> um, I think my worst. So we've all. I feel like we've all turned to Tinder. There's nothing wrong with Tinder. Absolutely. I think a lot of Tinder people serves its purpose. that I know have actually met their other halves, like long-term other halves, on Tinder. Um, yeah. She's, you know, I think a lot of people immediately go, "Oh, Tinder. That's really like you just want to bang people," which, you know, whatever if that's what you use it for. 
However, I, mean, yeah, I went through a phase both, of using right? Tinder, as one does. Um, I remember <laughs> when I was living in Eastbourne, and I was talking to this guy. He seemed really confident, really nice, and he, what he was when I met him in person, he was really, really nice and like confident, chatty. Um, he was handsome; like it was no issue. Um, yeah. Straight off the bat, he told me. Uh, so, well, actually, no. I'm getting ahead of myself. We met in this pub in Eastbourne. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's where I was living at the time. Um, I remember telling my mum, and she was like, do you want me to come with you? I was like, no. I absolutely oh do not want you to come with me. <laughs> I must have been, nine, such must a have been like 19 just before I turned 20. Um, so I walked down, it was only down the road, walked down to this pub. Yeah. Met up with him, and, you know, no catfishing or anything. However... Straight off the bat, he told me oh, I'm too tall for him, <laughs> which I was like, "Why? Thank, thank you, you so much. This is a great um, start." Wow. Like, he was a bit like bantery anyway, so I sort of like turned that into a joke. I was like, "Okay, look, this isn't going to go anywhere then because I can't drink myself." Yeah. But you know, we've been talking for a few weeks, and we we sort of remained friends from it. Um, so that was like, it was nice, but so that's it sort nice. of en- it ended the date pretty quickly, but. You know, it was still a bit flirty. It was nice. He was buying all my drinks and everything. Um, And then he's like, Tate. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, you're related to so-and-so. I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm I'm dating her. And I was like, excuse me? Um, He was dating my cousin. Sorry, He was dating my cousin. (laughs) That I'm not, again, not going to name. Yeah, he'd been dating my cousin. And was still actively oh dating God. said cousin. And it was a cousin that I wasn't speaking to. So I was like... So there would be no, no kind of... There was like no way I could have known that. He also met them on Tinder. And I thought, I need... Did you then send out a message into the family God, group? No. Like, like, you any, can fucking have him. this family dating this guy... <laughs> he kind of pissed me off about like, the height comment as well. And like... He was one of those guys that was trying to be really bantery, but it was coming off a bit like insulting and it wasn't very funny. Yeah. Like, I remember, I think I ordered like a gin and tonic and he like ripped that apart. Like just, it was just oh, awkward no. and a bit like. The, like the jokes that don't yeah. land. And he's trying to be all like cheeky yeah. chappy and it's just not vibe no. at all. Oh, crap. And I remember. Um, <laughs> We stayed there for a while because we did like we'd have a, we did have a laugh in the end. As soon as like we established that this was not going anywhere and this was not going to be a date, yeah, we yeah. just essentially it felt like yeah. two friends having a bit of a drink, and it sort of meant that I bit back a bit more. Um, That's good. So it ended up being quite funny, um, and we both got quite drunk. And then he, um, when it came to like closing time at the pub, he got into his car. Yeah, uh... dead mate. I honestly never spoke to him again. What he's no, dead. no, like that just killed it off. I like, killed off any friendship. <laughs> I was about to say, how is that? Off. How is that rabbit food in comparison? To <laughs> and he died. No, and no, unfortunately, he dead. did not die. Um, but he did drink drive um, like fifteen miles yeah, no, home. That's a notch. That's a notch. And he was down. like, "Do you want?" He was like, "Do you want a left home?" And I was like, "Absolutely fucking not. I would take my chances walking home on my own. Thank you very much." Oh, mm. I don't like to be judgmental. But I do, and that is I. I can't really get down. No, with not that at, all. at all. And like, it wasn't like, you know, I know. Not that I think any drink driving. There's like, I don't think there's any grey areas. I think it's black and white. Like if you if you drink alcohol, yeah. you don't drive. But there's a difference between you know someone having a shandy and driving home, yeah. and then there's a difference between someone drinking like six double rum and cokes and then driving home. Yeah, and I think it's, it's way so. More yeah, it was so like, to like acknowledge. So, we never spoke again. And that is, that, <laughs> if, I mean, to be honest, even if he hadn't called you too tall for him been or dating my cousin, given you some imagine dodgy Imagine if I'd like, banter, been like, oh my God, the state's gone amazing. And then he fucking drink drives home. And is dating And cousin. is dating my cousin. I don't think they lasted very long. And I hope it's for similar reasons that I did not pursue probably, this man. let's be honest. He's probably one of those yep. guys that is going to have to learn the hard way, unfortunately. Mm. Dude. Well, listen, I'm glad that you didn't get... I'm glad that he was a dick and you didn't end up getting in too deep and then realising that you and your cousin would have to fight for the death <laughs> Imagine, like, average the next dick. family wedding. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, I'm actually really busy that night. And then we just... I, I look over the well, way. So he has, like, two girlfriends yeah. and their cousins. God. Right. 
Do you have any more dating nightmares? I've got. A, I mean, I've got, I'm, I'm I've not going to be able to yeah, talk. Yeah. The ones that we've I've got. got a hundred. I think we smashed out of that. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a hundred and one stories. I have got of... a few little ones, which are my personal favourites. Um, top of the list for like my little dating anecdotes is when I dated a guy from Tunbridge Wells, actually. <gasps> Oh my god, it's all like it's all happening. Why do I feel like it's gonna go downhill? Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, <laughs> um, yeah. um it's really short. He basically wouldn't stop calling me good girl. Yeah. In what as in yeah. what what, oh, what kind of tone did he set like good no. girl? Or no oh, it's worse, yeah. isn't it? I don't I I, I can't I actually can't do it because I would I actually make myself we're on facetime doing this and she's gone all like funny um good yeah like trying to be sexy and trying to be like a some sort of like 50 yeah yeah can you yeah 50 shades of i'm not a cow and you're not a farmer don't call me that good girl and i it and like (laughs) oh how did you react did you you try and Brush it if, I have, if I have any like if my sister's listening to this please just turn it off because I don't want to have this conversation with you but um we slept together and um he said it during whilst we were sleeping together no. and the no. first time I ignored it and then the second time he said who's a good girl and I ignored it so he oh stopped moving God. and went well answer me then and I had to go I'm a good girl <gasps> <laughs> and I literally I remember my friend through gritted teeth. <laughs> oh god, it's horrific. But I remember my friend Vanya um had dropped me off there because she was seeing yeah. a guy near Tunbridge Wells anyway, and it was like over the weekend. So she was like, oh, I'll drop you off, right. I'll pick you up the next day, and like we'll go for lunch or something. I literally I think okay. I literally texted her at like 6 a.m. and was like, come and get me, please. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready, ready. to go. It's the next day. Please come get me. <laughs> And you were at the door like a good girl <laughs> to come pick you up. God. Oh, oh my God. Do you know what? Other than that, he was a really lovely guy. <laughs> I, just, I, think, I, was, I think you handled that like a boss, I was just not fucking though. ready for that at all. Like, I am definitely I mean, like, not one even... to kink shame. Like, fucking go for it. I just think there needs to be a conversation beforehand. It's not really something so that you can just casually like... throw in, right? And it's quite brave for him to do it in the moment as well. Like, literally in the moment. And, you know, yeah. if you if the girl ignores it on the first like on the first occasion surely you'd kind of take the hint second occasion okay you know you're like what what was he not quite understanding in that moment like did he not pick up on any kind yeah, of like i've ignored yeah. it twice why are you <laughs> why are you following this up um that's so funny yeah i think you handled Happy it really guy. well um, like as it, like i think a lot of you know a lot of women could actually turn that into quite an awkward situation and be like can you like can you not that's i literally have a name called paris i'm called paris i'm not a dog i'm not a dog that's going to save a child from a well exactly i i am not lassie do i look like lassie to you yeah i'm not lassie or a baby from a building no i'm trying to think if i've got like a small little one like that that i can just pull out of the bag undoubtedly i do but i just don't think i'm going to be able to top the doctor story so I almost don't want to because everything's going to seem like subpar <laughs> to that to that experience. No, I think I think the doctor story is like that can just be left in its own right. So yeah. extreme. Yeah, I feel like you could do a whole episode on the doctor, and we I probably think we will. We should because there's receipts, um, there's screenshots, there's God. Yeah. Oh, I don't even want to. Didn't he email you? Yeah, lo- he did loads. Eventually, he emailed yeah. me. He has called me from a different number since. He texted me when lockdown first started, actually, as well, oh and was God. like, oh, and as we speak, someone that I used to have a thing with has just texted me. It's like they know that I might mention oh. them in the next 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> your ears are burning. Are your ears burning? <laughs> That's random. Anyway. Who was it? We can bleep it out. Who was it? It was, I'm going to mouth it to you. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Juicy. 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 What's your next question, um, interviewer? My 
So I thought we could talk about our nice okay. dates. I know they're not as like juicy or as like, mm, like the nitty yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. But I had some really nice dates. I would love to hear, I think I would love to hear about them. And you know, if anything, if you don't want to hear about, about other people's happiness, then you can skip through this bit, you miserable Scrooges. Yeah, skip to the end, like, yeah. <laughs> go for it. Um, do you want me to go first? I, I think like... you should go first, yeah. Because I went first okay. with the doctor story. So I think you should go first. I know, okay. I know it's cliche, but mine and Duncan's first date is my favourite. I'm not just saying that because he's my boyfriend and I have to be respectful. Like, if I had a better first date than I did with Duncan, yeah. I would mention it. Alas. He is. <laughs> I have not. The best, as in the best date um, of your whole, like, out of your whole life. I think so. I mean, I've had like, a few nice dates, but I feel like the person has ended up like yeah. ruining it. I hate so that. So I'm kind of like, I don't know if that, if that memory's like tainted. I totally get um, that. Yeah. But mine and Duncan's first date, I don't even know how he ended up asking me. I can't remember. It was fucking ages and ago. And you were probably drunk in the but boozer. Probably in the fucking boozer. But <laughs> he asked you in the beer mat. He put, will you go out with me in beer mats in the beer garden? I love it. Oh, he spent so much money on me in that first like, six months. <laughs> he was months, your sugar daddy. And it just he was stopped. your doctor. Like, he, he was. Like, I, I was rich in gin and tonic <laughs> and wine. I We used to go drinking at the Checkers. Wow, it's expensive. They're she expensive. Yeah. Now I'm like, can you get me some rosé from the shop? And he's like... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, love. Seven quid, Duncan. Seven pounds. It's barefoot, okay? It's fine. (laughs) Um, But your first date? But our first date was really sweet. So he basically just decided that he wanted to take me into Hastings and get uh, dinner. And actually, I remember I was I won't name the company in case I get in trouble, but I was working for this company that basically like dealt with students. Okay, yeah. And I remember talk because we all got so like I had all these little students and they were like my group for a few weeks and they were all between the ages of twelve and uh-huh. eighteen, and they were like because it was in the two weeks that me and Duncan had started dating and I was talking to them all about oh. it because they were like my little mates and they were like oh my god show us a picture of your new boyfriend and all this sort of stuff and I was like oh he wants to take me out for dinner tonight but I've got to wait for you guys to get the bus home so you off um, <laughs> so no they were like well what if we go home with our friends in another group and then you can leave early oh my god and I was like god. oh my god really and they were like yeah like we'll just get we'll just get on their buses with them because like they were obviously staying in whatever house is nearby that is so cute um, it was so cute and they were like so I basically asked my friend that was also one of the other like leaders and I was like can you do me a solid group and they were like please they're like please watch her please watch us for her please watch us for her and he came and picked me up with flowers and they were all stood there all oh, these little like God. italian and french teenagers going like yay oh, so <laughs> cute i bet he felt like a it bad really bitch cute. like showing up and being like yeah showing up in his ford focus <laughs> just pull up in the ford focus winds down the window and goes get in bitch i'm taking you not shopping but i'm get in bitch we're going to dinner (laughs) (laughs) but um so i remember i got ready at our flat oh my god and i think you helped me with my outfit and i walked into town um to meet him at the train station were you shitting it went into old town a little bit but i it was like our first official date we'd already sort of yeah each other so it wasn't i get that yeah scary um met him um, wore brand new shoes, so I got blisters Classic. straight away. You have um, spent your so whole life with blisters, by the way. I think. Yeah. I know. I have your blisters right now. Are, like mutilated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he had to go into the shop and buy me some plasters and put them on for oh. me. Um, then I realised I'd legitimately forgotten my purse. Yeah, that old chest. I don't know if you've ever done that. I, everyone fucking says that. Did you legitimately? Not the case. No I legitimately lost my purse. If you left it at home I left to test I ch- this boy, <laughs> I changed. You need to be honest. <laughs> I changed my bags. Uh-huh. I think I've used one of your uh-huh. bags, and yeah, um, I forgot my purse. You really like. Um, uh huh. You changed. Yeah, I know. Bags. But I genuinely did. And he was like, "It's fine. I'll pay for you." So that was great. Um, and then <laughs> we couldn't get a table anywhere because it was a Friday night in Hastings. So 
I can't remember where we ended up eating. I think we ended up eating like Fagan's. Nice, still nice though. Restaurant. Still quite yeah, nice. Yeah, we aimed yeah. for the crown. Did not get yeah. the crown. It's always hard to get into that restaurant. Um, yeah. Um, and then afterwards we went like clubbing. Oh my God. <laughs> you and Duncan Meg in a nightclub. <laughs> I didn't know this. I don't think I've heard this. Yeah. Obviously, at the time, you would have told, like, you would have told me, but it doesn't, I can't believe you went out. So not only did this boy pick you up in his car, get you plasters, take you for dinner, but he took you out clubbing afterwards with your, no, they were different, they were different, they were different dates because the one where he picked me up, we went to battle. Ah, The one where I met him at the train station was our, like, first official date where I got blisters Ah. and he had to pay for everything. And yeah, we got dinner and then we're clubbing. That's so funny. I can't remember if I went home or not. Did you not find it? Was it not it's awkward? I suppose if you'd been seeing each other already, then it wouldn't be awkward going clubbing on your first date. But I think I think going out clubbing is a well, great no. way to go out like on your first date to get to know yeah. each other and stuff. And also, it wasn't like planned. Yeah. It was only because we'd got drunk at yeah. dinner. And then Meg, um, my friend Meg had texted me and was like, oh, I'm out with... Um, two friends that Duncan was friends I don't want to name them in case I don't want to be named but like mutual friends two friends that Duncan was friends with as well um so we just went and met them and then yeah went dancing went went dancing and raving on your like first proper date yeah I love that what about it made because that to me like not in a that feels like quite a standard it's like like quite a standard date but it was just really like that yeah nice like felt right chemistry yeah it was like a really warm summer like summery evening oh. as well it was just really lovely. do you look back on it and get all like emotional when you think about it no oh my God. <laughs> i'm sorry duncan <laughs> man i tried i tried no it's just like it's just like a it was just a really like well-rounded first day okay so if we're doing the numerical ratings that we started at the beginning what's duncan's first date coming oh, in shit. At? yeah we started i know doing but i that. think we should call it in first day i think is like eight or nine shit. out of ten okay so because it because i i think the fact that we had like we had nowhere booked we literally it was just all spare of the moment kind of thing yeah yeah so there was no like like expectations it wasn't like he was like oh i've booked us a table at the crown yeah, do you know what I mean? And all of the best nights are unplanned, aren't they? Like if you'd planned that whole day, exactly. it would have probably been pretty not shit, but like a, a pretty average or, day. Whereas because it was all yeah. spontaneous and all spur of the moment, that probably that's probably what made it. But also, I think where I've only ever dated guys my yeah. age, which is like fine. He Duncan is a bit older than me. Mm-hmm. I think that was like the first time it felt like I was on like a proper date. Yeah, because he wasn't. Because before that, it's always like, oh, we should go for a drink. And I don't feel like a drink ever feels like a no, date. No, it doesn't. I don't think either. Because you're basically all, you're basically just turning up to a place that you can get something that makes you feel more comfortable talking yeah. to them. <laughs> it's not like... Yeah, and it doesn't... I don't think it can feel... You know I mean, mean, there's obviously going to be dates where it feels intimate in a pub or whatever. But I always find in those settings, I like to be just me and this other person in our own little, like, bubble just like vibing and I feel like you can't necessarily do that as well if you're out in like a busy pub or a busy bar environment no and also like if we like we had obviously gone for a drink together before um but his friends were always there or or my friends were always there if we ever went out drinking in battle there's never like privacy because you fucking know everyone that's there and if we were at Duncan's then his roommate was there so it was like the first time where you've got quality time just you two really yeah it was just like the first time we just hung out just the two of us and then but it also ended with us sort of like partying with some friends it was great I love that Mm. I'm here for it I ship it I'd never do that now though I'd be like it's fucking like it's 11pm just take me home (laughs) just I'm done I'm spent by like nine. Do you want to go dancing? Fuck <laughs> off! <laughs> fucking taxi. What are you? Twelve? <laughs> yeah. What do you think I am? Eighteen? I'm not. <laughs> I love that. No, I would give any. I would give anything to go cl- clubbing right now. Right. So I've been sitting here trying to think of what my absolute best date is, and I. Gary, Gary and I, my current boyfriend and I, obviously met mostly in lockdown and we work together so there's not really actually that much of an opportunity for us to go and properly date. So I'm just going to put that disclaimer out there before he gets a little bit upset hearing this. But <laughs> the, I think probably the best date that I've ever had was with someone that I met on Tinder. 
um, a girl called Lucy. I was about to. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that was close. <laughs> um, yeah. She knows. She knows <laughs> yes. now. She's like, She's like oh, great. <laughs> um, so Lucy and I really like instantly clicked over um, through the phone. But there's always those vibes where you get on really well, like texting or whatever, and then you meet in person. And you're like, wow, you are. Who have I been texting for all this time? Because you are nothing like that person. Like they have a virtual self yeah. and then a real life self, and they are not the same. But. She was not like that. She yeah. was even better in real life. We got on really, really well. And she was a little bit younger than me. So, like, I know... I think I was about 23 or 24. And she was a good, like, three or four years younger than me. I think she was, like, 19. Which was a bit of a concern right. for me because I thought, like, oh, are we going to... I thought I was really old and mature at 19. But now, looking looking back, I can really tell, like, the difference. So I was a little bit worried, a little bit nervous. And um, she was coming down from London and we uh, met kind of like halfway and I met her from the train station with a massive bunch of flowers and she got off of the train and was like really pleasantly surprised and she hadn't really been treated very nicely and it was so nice to like give someone their perfect date. So it might not have been my best date but it was the best date that I've ever been on because... For Lucy, yeah. like, she had never dated like that before. And also, I think when I was in same-sex relationships, I was mostly, on the surface, like, the um, the one that... The datee, you know? I was the one mm-hmm. that was being taken out. Whereas this time, I was taking someone out, and it felt really nice. And I took her out for a really nice yeah. meal in, like, this... Um, kind of like a garden restaurant with like an overhead shutter style roof that like came forward and back and it was called the orangery and there was like loads of beautiful trees like indoor trees around and we had a really nice time and we'd kind of just arranged to just go for a late lunch and that be it but we didn't want to leave so we went for coffee and then we went to the cinema and then we met up the next day and spent the next like two days together it was like the most drawn out long lovely day um and then she freaked out. <laughs> but it was really nice. And we still talk now, like on the odd occasion, we're on really, really good terms. We've ended up being friends out of it. But it was just one of those, yeah. it was just a really, really nice, we were instantly like walking around town holding hands and it just felt super natural. And it was really lovely. Yeah. So that in comparison to the other date that happened in Tunbridge Wells, quite a stark contrast. <laughs> <laughs> Very polarised experience. And that's why, excluding Gary and Duncan, you should just date women. That is my advice to you. <laughs> if there's any dating advice I have for you, just date women. Don't date men. <laughs> God. What's our next... What's our next question, interviewer? Um, it's one of my last okay, ones. Cool. Um, and it sort of ties into, like, lockdown uh-huh. as well. Um obviously like you've basically spent your whole relationship mm-hmm. in lockdown yeah. i've spent now a fifth of mine how in mad lockdown. Is that to say? does that feel weird in your mouth it's horrible <laughs> that say that... yeah what feels weirder is when i say me and duncan have been together for a fifth of my lifetime Ooh. yeah which is disgusting intense, isn't it? <laughs> yeah um but but lovely at the same time um, but lovely exactly um so yeah, like, what are your sort of like relation, like long term relationship date ideas now compared to obviously before? I know you don't have much point like, of reference, normal time yeah. to compare it to, but and like lockdown dates and that sort of thing because I know like we definitely try and like make a lot of time yeah. together, especially at a couple times a month where it's like a special evening mm-hmm. together, not just like making dinner and watching yeah and i'm sure there's people out there that are like in the dating game and not in a relationship that have had to find inventive ways to you know go on dates with people in lockdown i'd be super interested to hear some stories like if any of you guys have got some really really adorable like lockdown date Mm. stories would you love oh my god or lockdown date nightmares either one we'd love to hear about it because speaking from two people Mm. that are in happy relationships that didn't you know we haven't gone out and done that venture let us know what it's been like on the other side 
um but yeah I think it's really important um like like you said I don't have much point of reference because Gary and I got together basically during lockdown um we went out for one dinner um which was mostly market research um and we consider Mm -hmm. that to be like probably the only vague date that we've had but um for valentine's he brought a restaurant table upstairs into the front room dressed it with a tablecloth and all the cutlery like all the mise en place and basically gave me a three course beautiful like beautiful meal um and he was doing he was playing the role of chef and waiter and date so he like when he was clearing the plates and stuff he'd be like are you all finished madam Uh, and he accidentally like (laughs) brushed my tip picking up the plate was like i'm so sorry madam please don't tell your partner (laughs) he's a bit of a fucking psycho and i I literally looked at him (laughs) um but it was so nice like really really lovely um, and in terms of what we've got planned for the future, I booked us um, tickets to go to a pub in the park for um, after lockdown and stuff is fingers crossed ended. And that's going to be our first like proper date. And we've been together for like six, oh like, just over six months. I know. Like we're going to go out in public. Do you know what sounds, re- I, what feels really weird is like, I'm going to walk in a public place with him holding his hand. Yeah. I haven't, we haven't done that. Done no. That. Yeah. We haven't held hands, we haven't like we haven't been in social situations where people have been like, So this is this your boyfriend? Like we haven't it's just been he and I in this little bubble for the whole yeah. of for the whole of lockdown basically. So I'm really excited. Mm. What about you? Tell me how about how, how have you and Duncan been getting on and what have you been so, doing in lockdown to keep the romance alive? So where obviously like we live uh-huh. together um and you know we have like certain roles in the house like, I tend to always cook dinner especially for the past year because I've essentially yeah. not been working and Duncan has so obviously it makes sense that you know he comes home from work I make dinner like I have nothing yeah, else Loki, to Loki, you want to so, be a 1920s housewife as well yeah he's exactly he's hello darling welcome home here's a martini <laughs> I've made a braised lamb shark shark except I could never I could never <laughs> however Duncan is the better cook is he yeah, he's fucking incredible. He's so good. Um, so on like Valentine's Day and stuff, or like if it's been like a birthday, Valentine's Day or anniversary, Duncan always cooks, but he likes cooking fancy yeah. things. He's a bit of a because he food worked in restaurants snob. in his earlier. He did. He actually. Oh no, it's Canterbury, not Tommy Jones. He worked in some like pretty fancy nice restaurant, restaurant right? Yeah. 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 Um, so he relives that <laughs> vicarious yeah, food like, that he makes like, you. <laughs> Yeah, it's like when he makes dinner, it's like, yeah, it's like pork belly with like puffed blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Like, no, I, I don't know, fucking I know what you're but saying. it's all like, it's fucking yeah. gorgeous. So, um, like, sometimes like he'll cook something really nice and we'll have like a really nice bottle of red wine mm-hmm. with it or something. But in lockdown, we actually found that a lot of nights he um, started teaching me how to play poker. Ah. Yeah, that was like our little... Your little thing that you guys have done Our together. few little date nights was, yeah, like he would teach me how to play poker or like how to get really Strip good poker at it. or just like normal, normal... Texas Hold'em, I'm afraid. But I think I'm good at it, however my memory's really shit. And like just like things like that, or he would like... Um, you guys are quite into films and stuff. You watch quite like movie nights yeah, and stuff. Like, you'll we'll have you'll like, probably like dissect the film together... We were quite, yeah, we went we went through quite a few, like, movie yeah. marathons in lockdown. Like, we did all of the, um, like, Hannibal nice. films. All of, like, The Lord of the Rings as well. And we just, that that's, like, sort of our thing. But we just make more of a point of, sort of, like, meals together yeah. and stuff. And, like, I was, like, at weekends, like, I got really into making pretty breakfasts. <laughs> I don't know if I you do, remember. I do remember the <laughs> stage of very over breakfasts. the top of pretty breakfasts with like strawberries yeah. and orange juice yeah. and I remember this it well and this and this and this and it was it's yeah. funny just like little things like that because I was so looking forward to like Duncan being home yeah. at the weekend properly that I was he was still like... going to work wasn't he and you were kind of like the one mm. that was at home yeah he'd come downstairs and I'd be like I've made it into like a little bistro cafe <laughs> please tell Sit me down. how much you like it because this is the highlight of my yeah, week please <laughs> <laughs> 
Would you like your eggs poached? That's what we're getting. <laughs> poached eggs, man. That's you went in hard for him. I fucking you love did. Him. I you did. Love him. I do love him. He's great. Oh. I woke up this morning and he was holding my hand in his sleep. In his sleep. Dude. Yeah. Honestly, kills me. Gary and I didn't sleep. It's like look. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up and he wasn't there and I was like, oh. <laughs> I slept very briefly, rolled over and was like, oh, he's not here. And then we went back to sleep. Very <laughs> Well, to be fair, I God. think that this little chat has been quite, it's been like quite a good balance between wholesome and like, what the fuck? It's like started from the bottom and now we're here. Like we have, we, we really did yeah. have to go through quite a few, <laughs> quite a few dating nightmares to get to the point where we're in, pretty yeah. happy and healthy relationships yeah you just gotta hold out for that one right i think do you believe so. in that actually that's a good that's a, quite a good question do you believe in there being the no. one do you know what? i was actually i was actually speaking to like some friends about this the other day no i don't <laughs> i think you can get very yeah. close to it but i find it like i met duncan in the town that i grew up in like i think if there's such thing as a soulmate i'm not gonna find them like within 10 miles of where I was fucking born I think that's very unlikely however I do think you can find people that are very like perfect for yeah, yeah. each other but I don't know about the idea of like one person and like a soulmate type no because we've actually had the talk of like you know you I, I believe more in more platonic soulmate-ness than romantic God, soulmates yeah. Yeah. like I think that you can have friendships that feel like you guys were part of the same atom and then split at birth and went and grew as separate people i mean that's completely scientifically inaccurate so sorry about that but you get the kind of like i have a i have a lot of things to say about like platonic love and i think there should be more of it 100 (laughs) percent. i think people should be less scared of telling their friends yeah because because you like that's what it feels like and that's probably you know and actually that's how every good relationship starts is it starts as a friendship that's probably actually exactly. if we're looking at both of our relationships that we're in now i can genuinely say that like gary is no offense like what my best like he's my best friend and duncan is 100 percent yeah your best friend and that's the basis of yeah. a, a healthy relationship exactly and also like uh, i don't want to get like i don't want to ramble too much because i feel like i've rambled so much already but i feel like now that i've grown up a bit i don't I do see Duncan as like my best friend before I see him as my boyfriend. Really, it's quite weird. Yeah, because I I love him so much, and obviously like I live with him, I share a bed with him, and that isn't changing. But like, I don't know. Like when I see him, I'm more interested in asking like about how he is rather than telling him about stuff that needs to be done to the house or something. No, I totally know know what you mean. Like I I always approach like I always try and approach our like conversations or I don't even try to yeah. do it anyway from like the best friend perspective rather than the partner that you live with. Do you with. think that's because I mean ultimately like romantic love and like desire and that lust and that intense feeling that you get or hopefully get at the beginning of a relationship that has that does have a time limit on it you know that is supposed to naturally die whereas a friendship is forever right so romantic love yeah can kind of come and go and there'll be times where you feel like you know oh, it doesn't, it doesn't sound right to say that you love a little less because you don't. It's always there. But I, even in the small amount of time that Gary and I have been together, for example, you know, I feel like I fall deeper and deeper in love with him as it goes. You know, I look back and think, I don't think I've ever actually, you know, I've never loved like this. Yeah. But the basis underneath all of that is there is a platonic love and huge amounts of respect. And respect exactly. for each other as well. Exactly. Yeah. And that's yeah. the foundation of the like, relationship. I feel like a good way to word it is that you're like your companions as yeah. well as like yeah. lovers do you know what yeah. i mean like there's always you know if duncan were to fucking break up with me tomorrow i'd be devastated but i would never not want to have him in my life wow yeah do you know what i mean i do know what you mean but then this is a whole other subject because we can get into like being friends of exes oh my God, and stuff yes, and like that. fucking worming our way through that because that is ours yeah and we've both had experiences <laughs> with that um yeah, yeah. But I totally know. I totally know what you mean, and I think that I don't know if that's made sense. If no. I rambled and like people now think that I hate my boyfriend, I don't. I love my boyfriend. I just really hope he has a good day. 
That's so cute. That is so cute. Um, Well, listen, I've really enjoyed this chat. um, And it's nice to relive, like, all of your dating horrors it feels I feel like oh, looking back I feel yeah. like I'm looking talking about a different person I cannot relate to the girl that was chatting through like I look yeah dinner dates and whatnot I could never be mm. me now imagine I'm making like that small talk again being like yeah so I went to school here um I like doing this no no thank you unless you are psychic and you can intuitively know everything about my life you're clearly not meant for me so I'm not gonna waste my time Mm -mm. (laughs) um we don't really plan for the next episode we haven't really gone into like planning each episode you know play by play have we but I do think that next time we should put up a little another little poll on Instagram of like two things that we quite like to talk about I am compiling like a list of subjects that just like pop to mind and I just like I just put them in a note and then I think yeah we should just pick two and random ones let, let the people decide yeah yeah although if people like I also don't want people to like hesitate from messaging our Inst- like our Instagram page and being like tell me about the doctor because <laughs> <laughs> if I'd heard about the doctor and didn't know about the doctor I would want to know about the doctor <laughs> if you want to hear the story of how I got a sugar daddy that I didn't get any financial benefits from so yeah i also have a great sugar daddy so okay so sugar daddy episode is in the pipeline i think that an episode on sexuality should so be in there like talking about you know how guys suck and women are great (laughs) joking joking um but yeah like talking about coming from two coming two from two women whose like circle of friends are all yeah. guys <laughs> well like majority yeah. men because men they are, are great. great but i think yeah we could some of you let the side <laughs> down but majority of you are lovely um, um yeah so that's a couple of <laughs> so all the times that we bitch on them we don't know mean it we don't we love you guys <laughs> i just think you know Oh, that's my chair. Was it? Yeah. Wasn't the bum, that's for sure. (laughs) Unlike you, Paris. Um, But yeah, there's a couple of ideas in the pipeline and we have been contemplating, we've got like our first little special guest lined up, haven't we? Of someone that we want to just like ask some questions about their life. Um, Yeah. So any... That's going to take some forward. For sure. But that, yeah, that'll be further down the line. Um, And yeah, I've loved today. It's been really nice reminiscing um if you have any dating advice clearly we are quite experienced and seasoned um and paris gives great advice so um it would be quite cool to do an episode (laughs) of like we've other people's dating nightmares and we like react to them and talk about them or whatever that might be oh my god please if anyone has like i that would be really quite fun just Actually, I would so read out people's like dating nightmares. So feel free anonymously if you wanted. Yeah, please feel free. Just love a bit of goss, you know. <laughs> um, and yeah, I find myself really missing you today, P. And it's been really nice chatting with you. Oh, and um, I hope everyone else has enjoyed sitting down and shooting the shit with us. Um, until next time, huh? And this is the yeah. bit where the really cool until team tune comes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be in my head. By Sati at S O L A F A E. Well, official Solar Bay. Little angel. Well, love you guys. Have a great week. Speak and speak to you next time. time. Bye. Love you. Bye.